everyone. Welcome to episode 49 of Empower Your Oils. And today we are sharing about the oil for community. Empower Your Oils. It's essentially magic. A podcast bringing play and magic together with a saucy twist. Hosted by Gina Garris and Janet Bergen. This podcast will empower you to bring more play into your life encourage you to experiment and think outside the box to awaken the magic and bring your essential oil use to a whole new level. Oh, and we'll also be serving up some seriously delicious libations each episode. This podcast is powered by the use of Juterra essential oils. Please empower yourself with your own research and knowledge. For more detailed information on how to properly use Juterra essential oils, visit EmpowerYourOils.com. <laughs> welcome, 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 welcome. Hey, it's Gina, and I'm super excited to be here and talk with you today about the empowerment of doTERRA's cedarwood, also known as the oil for community. And one thing to note about cedarwood is that it is not an ingestible oil. So as we come together, if you're new to us, you're going to find out quickly that we um, drink on this podcast. We are also adults and use adult language. So uh, just beware for that. But we cannot drink cedarwood. So we got to choose. It's like a, it's like a, what's that thing called? A random card or a wild card? It's a wild card. We get to choose our oil that we're drinking. So today I chose juniper berry because cedar wood is actually a form of a juniper tree. And um, since it's the oil of community, the name of my drink is the Circle of Shadow. And it's basically vanilla crown royal, club soda, and juniper oil. And it's really shrubby. <laughs> <laughs> Really, this is it. <laughs> I know, shrubby. I feel like I should have put it with gin because gin's kind of a little, you know, like shrubby too. It's actually really good. I wish that I would have um, added, uh, you know, had a double shot of vanilla crown in there. Um, and I think I actually put in two drops of juniper, so I definitely would put in one next time. But I actually, I'm really enjoying it. It's kind of a um, more of a masculine drink, so it's not very sweety sweet, which. Um, you know, might be really amazing. And juniper is the oil of night, so that's why I call it the circle of shadow. So it's like the community of your shadow, which I love. <laughs> yeah. What are you drinking? Well, I kind of got all up in my head about it, and I couldn't decide, I couldn't get away from the thought that it was, since it was community, that it was like my wine club drink. And so what we drink at wine club, of course, is wine. And I couldn't, couldn't figure out what oil to put in my wine. So instead, I made up a diffuser blend that I'm going to use for book club, book club slash wine club. <laughs> right. And you are, I don't think you said your name yet. Oh, I'm Janet. Hooray. And so my diffuser blend is going to be Ilong Ilong. Ilong Ilong. Essential oil. Um, so cedarwood oil of community and then Ilong Ilong is the oil of inner the inner child so our community is always all about having fun when we go to book club slash wine club 
which is Gina's name for it. <laughs> Though she's never been, so I don't know how she knows. <laughs> yeah, I know because you're always like, oh, it's a wine club. I mean, book club night, book club. And I'm like, so how many bottles of wine are you taking? Like all I ever hear, I never hear about what books you're reading or what you're doing. I always hear about how much fun it is and how much wine you guys drink. So that's how y'all got the whole wine club <laughs> connotation. You're right. I never have been though. How come I never was invited to that when I lived with, with you in that little town of Canyon City? I think you were. I don't think I was. I don't think I was ever invited. You don't really like me, I don't think. Yeah, whatever. Uh <laughs> didn't want to come hang out with us. I'm just kidding. I don't ever remember being invited, but anyway, it's totally fine. So anytime. It's I next, know. It's next Thursday night. So come on, on down. Oh, huh. <laughs> yeah. I have to think about it. I saw the one where you guys did outside. Cause sometimes you guys post pictures. It looks so much, look like so much fun. I feel, I think I'd feel like in a, um, inadequate cause I would not have read the book. Well, I have to confess, I used to read the book every time, and I don't think for the last year I've read more than one book. <laughs> yeah, like, do you guys actually even have a book? Like, do you yeah. have a book? Of course. Oh my and there's gosh. always people who read the book. Can you next time, when is it your turn? Can I pick the book? <laughs> sure. No, I'm kidding. Oh my God. Now that you gave me permission, I don't want to say the book that I wanted to say because then I want to pick a really racy book if it's my choice. Oh, I, I, I was I thinking that every once in a while. So yeah. How do you get, how many, how many books do you get to choose basically one a year then? Is there 12 of you and you each do a month? Um, yeah, there's, I think there's more than 12 now. So yeah, you usually host about once a month. I mean, once a year. Huh? Cool. Well, anyway, wine club, I think it's hilarious. <laughs> but it's a great book. community so yay yeah well I love that you picked a diffusing um a diffusing blend because for me I also my favorite use for cedarwood is to diffuse it during group work or like a goddess circle because it's such an awesome grounding group and it helps you feel supported and feel connected so um I will often diffuse it with Frankie because then it's like the oil of truth also. So it helps people stand in their authenticity. Um, and then I like to also include it as a grounding element in some of my magical sprays. And so that is my, that's how I use cedarwood kind of on a regular basis. Cool. Yeah. And one of the other things I do with it is um, I make a, sugar scrub for my face and I have that in there with Frankie and Arborvitae and lavender and it's so good you guys I was freaked out and I was like um I don't know why I was freaked out like I have a sugar scrub for my body sugar scrub all the time and she's like I made this face scrub this face scrub and I was like ah is it too like crazy and then I used it and I was like, sold for sure. Yeah. So I'm super stoked about that. I, I keep telling her, I think she should sell it. I mean, doTERRA has some great, you know, face scrubs too, but this one is just really awesome. And your esthetician loves it, doesn't she? Doesn't she, she does. say like your face is kicking ass and stuff? She does. She's, and she's the one who like, you know, thinks that, you know, it's good for us to kind of be a little rough on our skin every once in a while and get it kind of 
rejuvenating itself again. So, which is so interesting because I used to work for another company, which I won't name, which was a lot of skincare stuff. And it was the opposite. It was like, be so tender on your face and around your eyes and don't hold the skin at all and don't do anything. So I loved when, um, when your esthetician told you that I was like, yes, I can just rub the crap out of my eyes. Yeah. I don't know. I think it, it does. Make Oil of the day facts. One of them is that a cedarwood tree can grow over a hundred feet tall and it's mentioned several times in the Bible. So it's been around for a really long time. Nice. Cool. Since you have juniper berries, it's, it's a species of the juniper. Mm -hmm. Juniperus virginiana. Juniperus virginiana. Say that three times. Virginiana. Virginiana. <laughs> Virginiania, sure, Virginia, no Okay, cool. So, um, so cedarwood again, just as a reminder, you cannot ingest it. It's a great, great, great. Like I think of um, what I love about some of the grounding oils is that they're like most tree oils are grounding, and so I love that this one. When we looked up, it was can grow up to like a hundred feet tall and when I think about really 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 tall trees I think about how um how deep their root structure must go and that's kind of how we came up with the ritual of this week was this idea of what support system do we have and what um like support system but also as our community and and the visualization that we have that we're going to use is the tree and even though we're going to be working with the limbs and the leaves of the tree in a, as as a visual it's really kind of like the tree of life as above so below so it's realizing that the structure that we have um, is the foundation for what keeps us solid and one thing that cedar would is it helps the person who has a really hard time asking for support. Uh, it helps them realize that they don't have to do it all themselves and that there are other people out there to help. And um, this kind of hit home for me because I am a, um, I will do everything on my own. And when I started learning how to receive and learning how to ask for help, my life I don't want to say it became easier, but be kind of became easier in a way, even though sometimes it's still a struggle for me to let go. And there's so many people out there, I'm really blessed, who want to support me in all sorts of ways, you know, emotional or uh, physically even, like helping me move or, um, I mean, even financially, sometimes I'll have a friend who's like, oh my God, let me buy you lunch. And I'll be like, well you don't need to. And they're like, no, but I'd like to. And it's like, okay, great. Thank you. Like that, that is a gesture of support as well. So this ritual, um, is, is a creation of, I guess, a visualization or at the start of a visualization of the, of your foundation and of that of which is your support system. And so since we were talking about trees and cedarwood, just, you know, if you're learning the oils, cedarwood is a grounding oil, visualize the roots. We are, we wanted to do a mind map. And if you don't know what a mind map is, you could just Google mind map. 
and click on images and you'll come up with all sorts of really cool ones um, that are super creative and some that are just very simple. Mind map is a technique that Janet and I use often. So we decided we wanted to do a, a mind map of our community tree. So we called it my community tree because you're going to do one for you and Janet's going to do one for her and I'm going to do one for me. And it's really just to identify the support systems that we already have available. Do you want to say anything before we go into like the technicality of it, Janet? <laughs> well, I'm like you. I have lived most of my life never wanting to ask for help. So it took a lot. I mean, it took to the point where, you know, I was working, you know, 70 hours a week. I had a brand new baby. My husband left. And I had a whole house with this crazy huge yard with tons of damn bushes and plants and all this stuff that had to be taken care of. And so I was, you know, not wanting to ask anyone for help. And so I was like getting up on Saturday morning at like, you know, I don't know, it was like right when the sun came up, so it was probably like five o'clock in the morning. So I could go outside and trim bushes and do the yard work before Zach woke up. <laughs> and my neighbor finally caught me doing that. And he was like, what are you doing? And I said, well, like somebody has to do all this yard work. Blah, 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 blah. And he was like, uh, no, <laughs> you don't have to do it all. And so it kind of took me kind of to get to this point where I just absolutely could not do something to make me ask for help. And he actually forced me to ask for help. He wouldn't do it unless I actually asked him, but he basically forced me to ask for the help. And so then him and his son went out and helped me do yard work in the mornings and it was so much nicer. <laughs> cool. But I would, you know, it ticked to the point where it was like, I kind of physically couldn't do it anymore before I would break down and ask someone for help. And I still am not the greatest at it, but I'm getting better at accepting things and accepting gifts from people. Now, like having someone take me out to lunch and pay for it. I would absolutely not let you pay for it. I was like, no, I'm paying. Ah. I would kind of throw a big fit about it. But now I'm like, thank you. It was awesome. <laughs> right. I love those stories. So this isn't necessarily an idea of like forcing you to receive, but it is an idea of seeing what structure you have out there. And then as you're creating this mind offer to you that you either don't receive, could receive, or have received. So really, this is just kind of an exercise of pure awareness, totally designed to, um, I don't know, I guess just see your root structure, see your support system. And so um, we basically want you to do a little bit of a meditation before you start. And you can do this every day for the next seven days, starting with it's going to be blank to begin with, and then um, adding on every day if you choose or just doing one kind of long session. So we do want you to use your cedarwood oil. So, of course, put a drop in your left hand. And you're going to activate it by rubbing your hands together a couple times. And we want you to bring your hands to your nose and take three to five really nice long breaths. And go ahead and place your hands then after those breaths under your heart. And take three to five nice long breaths. And then you're just going to go ahead and place your hands in your lap. And take another three to five long breaths. And so this is going to probably take you a good 
I don't know, minute and a half to three minutes, depending on how long your breath capacity is. And so it's this time and space where you are really smelling the cedar wood and allowing yourself to feel connected and to feel like you belong, to feel supported, to recognize um, social bonds, to feel neighborly and to feel joy in the relationships that you have. Like those are those are the positive attributes that cedarwood can bring to you. And then we want you to take out your journal or to take out a blank piece of paper. And you're going to start to create a mind map of your community. And since we are having you visualize this space where um, uh, we're we, we kind of brought in this visualization of a tree and the root system as your foundation, we actually want you to draw a tree. And so the middle of the mind map is going to be this trunk and you are the trunk. And then as the limbs, um, as you draw limbs, and don't worry, like you can look like stick figures, it can look amazing, like Picasso drew it, like no judgment onto what your drawing looks like. Just, just draw a tree. It can totally be a, a stick figure with just these scratchy, you know, Charlie Brown Christmas tree looking tree. No judgment, please, on that. Um, so you're going to draw the trunk of the tree, which is you, and then you're going to draw, you're going to start to draw these um, limbs of the tree, and you're going to have your own language or word for it. But we have some ideas, and off of each limb, you're going to start to draw either more limbs or leaves, and you're going to put specific people. So I'm going to give you an example. The trunk of the tree is me, and I would probably put either me in a heart or Gina. And then I would draw one limb, and I would put family. And off of family, I might put my mom, my dad, my Aunt Trish, my Aunt Helen, my brother John my cousin Don, like I might go through all of these people, which it might be a really heavy limb and it might be just a limb with uh, your spiritual family. Like you may not feel supported by your bloodline and um, it's not that you need to feel supported. So that was kind of the wrong statement to say. This isn't a like include everyone and this isn't an exclude everyone either. So I would say do what really like what who calls to you who comes to you like as you're sitting there and you're in this meditation what leaves or what people are popping up and so I just want you to write them down. So family might be and then the next one might be friends. You might have the big long limb that is friends and you might have some of the same people like if I had my mom on family I might put my mom as my friend because she might be actually in that category too. And then you might have a limb that is work or professional. And then you might have a limb that is gym or yoga or uh, walking club or exercise buddies or uh, hiking friends. Do you want to name a couple of the other ones that they might do, Janet? Well, since we just talked about it, like a book club or some kind of a social club that you get together on a regular basis with or if you're doing community service or some kind of community service club or you know the people you meet when you're doing your service that's another group of people that you know um then there's like spirit your spiritual group you know if you're a church or a meditation group or something like that and then the one that I know like 
for my son, that's his biggest community is the online community. So it doesn't have to be someone you see in person. And also, I mean, it could be friends that you talk to on the phone on a regular basis, but they don't live in your same area. Yeah, for sure. I like that. I was thinking about when you were talking about Zach and his online community and like, if that was me, what would I put like, because I don't know, like, I don't know if he talks to them when he's not offline. I don't know if he has like deep conversations with them. It's, I'm so curious about that, but I do know some people have really um, kind of extensive relationships with people in their online communities. I know I have extensive relationships with my Facebook communities, not necessarily with my, um, I have one yoga online community where it's just more like information. It's not relationships. So that's Mm -hmm. kind of a cool one. Yeah. Yeah. And even like, you know, I guess this would be part of professional, but like a networking community for your business or, you know, people that like in my past sometimes, cause I, a graphic designer and I worked for a book publisher and stuff. So I became friends with like some of our printers and, you know, photographers that we use and things like that. So I guess that would be part of the professional community, but it's kind of, it was, I would have never thought that I would be friends with a book printer. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So there's really, I don't want to say there's no purpose for this because there is a purpose and the purpose is for you to um, just be aware of this support structure that you have um, in place, whether you are comfortable with ever ask, it's not necessarily what it's about. It's about really just kind of becoming aware of the community that you do indeed have around you and, and looking at them potentially as the support structure and, and Cedarwood, that's Cedarwood's gift. Cedarwood's gift is the, I mean, it's the oil of community. So it, um, it helps people who might have the inability to form bonds or social roots. It helps take away loneliness. It helps away taking um, feeling of disconnected or separate from the human family. And it helps you get over this idea or feeling of being um, antisocial. They don't have to be people who are like your besties. No, but you could have besties as a limb if you chose to. True. Yeah. So I was also thinking too, like be creative. Like if this tree idea is not resonating with you, uh, one time I did this as a, and I did like a connection of the dots and it ended up being like a star field. Like I ended up just kind of putting um, all these people that were in my life over here. And then I was like, did a little connect the dots of like, oh, well, this person knows that person or I met this person through that person. And wow, that person knows this person and I didn't even know. And then there was this whole like weave or star galaxy of all of these people that knew each other either through me as the center connection or through someone else. And it was kind of fun. So, so however you end up feeling resonant to do this, please, we encourage you to do this. And we really hope that Janet and Gina with Empower Your Oils is somewhere on the tree. Oh, true. (laughs) Like, hello. Hello. Have you found us on Facebook or Instagram or Pinterest? Because, you know, we are out there and we would love to be included as part of your tree. 
And hopefully someday we'll meet you in person if we don't know you. <laughs> yeah, we're planning a retreat for next year, which is super exciting, 2019. Um, and we are going to be... Just so you know, next year's 2018. Oh, shit, I don't know. 2018, <laughs> I might have been drinking, you know. Is it really? It's 2018, not 2019? Yeah. I wonder why that would come out of my mouth. I have no idea. Oh, my God, that's so hilarious. Well, she loves our podcast because she's like, oh, my God, it feels like I'm drinking with my girlfriends every when I listen to it. And then I'm learning stuff, too. It's so fun. But she's like, she has this other podcast that she listens to. And she's like, and they drink wine or a bottle of wine or two or seven. I don't know. And at the end, they always give this 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 hot tip on, like, what not to do when you've been drinking. And, um and I had a really good one that I was just going to tell you, but I had to tell you the backstory and I just lost it. So that's really hilarious. Oh, don't tell people about the upcoming retreat when you've been drinking because you say the wrong date. <laughs> that was my hot tip. Good hot tip. Good hot tip. Awesome. All right, everyone. Well, we hope you enjoyed this idea, this community tree, and we would love to see your mind maps, your pictures, your artwork, your... Um, chicken scratches, like whatever you create, we would love for you to post it on our Facebook group. We're going to start asking for referrals for you to reach out to those people that you think might like our podcast and to please find us on um, iTunes and give us a couple of stars or five. And so yeah, we just, we want to hear from you. So we can't wait to share the new oils that we're getting at convention. We can't wait to communicate with you and, and let you know all the cool, exciting things that are coming your way through EmpowerYourOils.com. Yay. Yay. So we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for being part of our community. Please visit EmpowerYourOils.com for information on purchasing Dutera Essential Oils to receive fun free downloads and even a variety of not-so-free products. If you love this podcast and you look forward to hearing more from us and possibly receiving more free goodies, please, please sign up for our smell mail. Hint, hint. That means... Sign up for our email list. We are not doctors, scientists, rocket scientists, or even bartenders. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Please use wisdom and consider all safety information from a competent reference book regarding essential oil use. There are some oils that should never be taken internally, and alcohol doesn't change that. Some oils should not be applied directly to the skin without a carrier oil. Ensure the oils you are using are of the highest standards of quality. Essential oils can be much more potent than herbs, so a little goes a long way. Use caution when using essential oils for babies and children, as they have highly sensitive skin and require less oil. If you are pregnant or nursing, 
Consult a licensed healthcare professional before applying essential oils. As always, drink responsibly and don't drive. If you happen to drink too much, try the hair of the dog or a shot of water with two drops of ginger, one drop each of lavender and lemon. Ciao.